Well, it's, I mean, we haven't done this since like last year, Joe. I know and it's been so long. We, 2022 we, is so far in the rear view mirror. I don't even remember it. It's like a dream. Uh, um, are you welcome to the Valley cast, Joe? Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your Welcome to the Valley cast, Elliot. Thank you. Um, I'm assuming Steve is still slumbering. Kevin is yes. working. And we said, hey, let's get up early. Let's chat. Let's have fun with boys being boys. Let's knock so, it you out. Know, catch up. Um, should we should we talk about current events, new New Year's resolutions, things we've seen online, or entertainment we've been consuming? Mm, I think we could probably. Or God. We could probably. Or God. It's <laughs> up to you. Or God. We could partake in all of them. In yeah, all of I them. I have no preferences. No preferences. But we could I want to hear a little bit. I know you went on a on your massive, uh, crazy, Florida tour. Yes. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear about that trip a little bit and the and the travel nightmare because you guys went during holy crap travel was nuts time. Yes. So travel was nuts. Joe, thank you for asking. And everyone, mm. thank you. Welcome to the Valley Cast. Uh, and I'm Ellie Morgan. This is Joe Barrett. Joe, let me tell you about my journey. So the <laughs> night before we left, the, we do this thing every year. Uh, we've done it for the last four years where we will go to Philadelphia, then Jersey, then Florida, then back to L.A. So we cover the vast majority of the geographic area of the continental United States by way of plane. And the day before Dude, we were leaving. That's a massive just like F you to the Northwest. I'm just saying massive, massive. Definitely. As I said, the parts that matter. And so anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the real part, real America. Uh, and so the day before we're leaving, Grace's mom uh, and, and stepdad are texting her like, just so you know, there's a blizzard coming through, which was named Elliot. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I turned into a bomb cyclone at one point. And Elliot. It devastated Elliot. a lot of people. And you're welcome. And I'm sorry. And so then we were like, we don't have to go. We don't need to actually, like, I was like, well, wait, we got to go. And Grace was like, if, we, if we're going to get stuck in Detroit because we had a layover, we shouldn't go because we might be stuck in Detroit for all of Christmas. And we were like, we don't be stuck in Detroit for all of Christmas. I mean, that's you know the start saying? of a Hallmark movie if I've ever heard of one. Exactly. But we're already so in love. How does it end? It's it called Detroit good. for Christmas. Exactly. Yes, Detroit for <laughs> Christmas. A Detroit Christmas. Uh, and so we woke up the next morning and it looked like we could make it. And we were like, screw it. Let's do it. We had the smoothest flight there. It was absolutely wonderful. It was so cold in Philadelphia. It was colder than I've ever experienced. It was snow everywhere. And then we thought, oh, that's definitely the worst that it could possibly be. And then we went to Florida, Joe. And let me pause. tell you something. Pause. Yes, pause. Elaboration. What was Please. the coldest that you'd ever felt? How, how cold was it there? It was... um uh. Single digits, I believe. Oh, so your first single cool? digit experience. Mm. That as a adult, I would say, that I could remember. I don't know if you know this, Joe, but you do because you are from Montana. There is a certain kind of cold from which you cannot escape. Dude, yeah. In the East Coast, it's different too because on the East Coast, it like chills you to the bone. It's a little different oh, than... Oof. Oh, really? Yeah, this, man. Yeah, because it did chill us to the bone and it, it felt like spikes. Yeah. going into my body and I was like this at one point the first night uh, we're outside for a second we're walking to and fro checking out Grace's brother's new place it was really nice and uh, then Grace and I were walking back and she looks at me and she's like we don't have to do this anymore we're, we don't need to do this next year we're adults and I was like we're going we can go somewhere else and she was like we can go somewhere else I was like we could go to, like Mexico she's like we could go to, like Mexico and I was like let's go to Mexico next so we basically immediately decided we're not doing uh, this trip Dude, again. The cold for a cold, second, um, like horrible cold like that. Not even horrible cold, just being cold in general. It can shut your body down <laughs> so bad, yeah. it makes you not want to do anything. I think I've told you the story before, but I was walking home from a friend's house, like when I was freaking 10, 11 years old or something. It was kind of later at night, and I was walking home. It was like three blocks, and at one point, I just go, "This." This 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 sucks. I'm tired, and I like laid down in the snow and almost just like I almost just yes. gave up and fell asleep in the snow might, on the side of the road. Might just die. Yeah, it's really cold. I might just go ahead and die. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, I I, yeah, I I considered it for like way a concerning amount of time, for especially for how old I was. <laughs> huh? I should just. I guess I should. Yeah, my parents will be pissed if I yeah. just die. Okay, this I should cold. go. I'm just gonna lay right here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> this will be safe. Uh, and so that's kind of what it was. And then we went to Jersey, and that was nice. So then, <clears throat> Joe, we go to Florida. Our flight's delayed a little bit. Not too bad. We end up making it to Tampa. On the way to Tampa, my entire family gets food poisoning. Oof. And not food poisoning what was the, like... What was the culprit? Apparently, we figured it out later. A pair. Uh, it was... It was a pear. You know, it was that Christmas pear that Morgan. Uh, apparently, apparently, it was a pear. It was the Morgan pear, and uh, which we have every year. But I was like, "What happened? Like, how did everyone? Like, my brother and sister in law, the kids, and my mom, my dad had avoided it, but he was still sick from RSV, and so everyone was just a mess. No one would come out. Every plan got canceled. Oh. And so then Grace and I were just like in Florida, chilling, being healthy, and not doing anything, and going out it was kind of nice but then everyone started feeling better a bunch of other people then got sick and now everyone i think is still sick and hopefully everyone feels better but it was a stomach virus apparently the norovirus is my understanding and it was just pure vomiting non-stop uh all night as we were landing on the plane and everyone was like we just can't like i came in to see say hi to my mom because my dad picked us up from the airport we dropped off some stuff and she was like in bed like with a trash can next to her like oh. ready to throw up constantly and uh, it was just terrible. And so, anyway, that was our holiday experience. And then we were like, okay, oh, well, no, we're going to go, guys. And we ended up being able to do, like, a Christmas exchange. And then other people got sick, and it was all uh, just an absolute, um, it was a crapshoot. But it was fun. It was fun. It was nice to, to do it. It was also, <laughs> and then, okay, so then we're coming back. We're like, we're we're going oh, home, no man. problem. We're all excited, and we're like, okay, we're, we're headed back. The first plane gets delayed. And then we're like, okay, I don't know if we're going to be able to make the connection. And so we run across the airport uh, at Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're running with our suitcases, and then that plane gets delayed. And then we are sitting there, and then we finally get on the plane, and then they take off, and everything's pretty well and good, except then we land, and I look out the window, Joe, and sometimes I'll do this because I get bored on flights. I look at my phone. And I'll look at the map, and I'll be like, here's the blue dot. Look at how fast it's moving, because we're in a plane. Exciting, because I'm like an 11-year-old. And then I look at it, and I'm like, well, we're pretty low to the ground. Like, we're about to land. And this says that Burbank Airport is uh, 35 miles away. And oh, I was no. like, I don't know that we're going to be, how are we? This plane must be going really fast still, even though I can still kind of <laughs> see buildings closer and closer. And I was like, why is, as we land, I see this big Boeing building. And I was like, I don't think Burbank has a big Boeing building. Burbank Airport's a very small airport. And then they land, and I start hearing people chatter, and they're all confused. And I look outside, and I'm like, Grace is sleeping. She wakes up, and I go, baby, this is not the airport that we were supposed to land at. And then the captain gets on, and he's like, hey, everybody, sorry for the uh, the sudden diversion, but um, the, the clouds were so low in Burbank. And the, the, the landing, uh, whatever you call it, was so wet that we couldn't do it, so we had to come to LAX. Oh, and everyone was like, what do we do now? And, uh, and he's like, good luck, and, bye. Yeah, and then he just, and that's it. And then he goes, the good news is we have a gate assigned. The bad news is it's going to be uh, at least 40 minutes before we can get to oh, it. So oh, then oh, we're sitting oh. on the plane. And then we're like, okay. This is getting comically terrible. And then they bring us up to the gate. This is the best part show. I've never seen this. You know the little sky bridge that they bring out? Uh, and they oh, attach yeah. it to the plane? Yes, yeah. sir. They, they couldn't get that to work to save their lives. And we could see them inside there. And there were like 10 people. And they were trying their darndest to get this thing to connect. So that took another 20 to half hour. And we're sitting there going, like, please let us off the plane. Please let just, us off the plane. Just use the slide. Please use the just slide. Please, anything. Yeah. I was like, I know I know the instructions. I know how we can get out of this thing. And there's a door back there. And uh, and eventually they got it. And then the luggage got misdirected to somewhere else. Then we got into an Uber finally after walking to the Laxit lot in the middle of the night, basically, and getting yelled at by construction workers. Uh, and I almost yelled back, but I didn't because I thought that would be rude. And then uh, I, we got into the Uber car, and she starts telling us uh, immediately she starts talking to us this is probably 3 30 in the morning florida time or at least our physical body time and she starts just going off about how like which i instigated it but she was like i mermaids are real she was like there's aliens she was like i i'm a criminal justice person i'm in law school and there's aliens and there's um they're being prepared for an alien invasion 
and Grace is on her phone, and I kind of like reach over and like grab her knee, like you're gonna want to probably listen to this. This is gonna be good stuff. And uh, and then I started asking questions, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I've heard like I've heard like um, that they might be like underwater, and she's like, oh, absolutely, they're underwater. And I was like, are those the mermaids, or are those different? And she was like, no, those are different. And I was like, okay. She was like, do you ever see a lot of animals die at once? And I was like, that's not a question I expected to be uh, asked in this scenario. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, like, but, the answer's yes, but well, I yeah. did not expect to say yes today. Y- yeah, <laughs> and I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm aware of it happening uh, due to many different factors. I was like, I know in Florida they have a thing called red tide where all these fish will will pop up and they'll be dead, but I think that's because of an increased amount of nitrogen in the water that causes or... the red tide. where'd that nitrogen she, come from? She goes, no, no, it's not the nitrogen. And I was like, oh. And she was like, it's the Navy practicing sonar um, as a part of an upcoming war with otherworldly creatures. And she was like, also, they follow me. They listen to me and they track me. She's oh, like, they listen in on my, uh, no, my phone no, calls. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. You were in the car with this person for a long time. Yeah, she seemed, she seemed, and then we, she seemed normal up until that point. I find that when people, <laughs> she really didn't, but I, I find that when people think that they're being followed, uh, or listened to, or that people are sending them coded messages. Very often they're not, and I hate to burst people's bubble Aww. if that's happening too. But it's Aww, um, you're such so, a sometimes. <laughs> I know. I just it's it's who I am. Uh, I just love the but, idea though of like this is like a movie. Like you're in the car with, you're in the car. You're hearing that. Then they follow me sometimes, and you're like, okay. And then you just kind of like the, the drone hits. It's like boom. Uh, then you look behind you, and there's a fucking mermaid driving a car. For- <laughs> a mermaid and an alien in a black car wearing a suit and tie. Yeah, Just I was gonna be like, yeah, I can't believe we're follow. I mean, they're following you like that. That's crazy. I mean, you're. Uh, why would you be an Uber driver? Because it seems like they could just hop in the car with you at any time. But um. Then we get home and there's coyotes everywhere. It was like a mythical. We had a very mythical return uh, <laughs> home. A lot of different. <laughs> Animals and characters and coyotes and little tuxedos welcoming you back to yeah. your abode, <laughs> yeah. opening the door, handing you a charcuterie trip plate. Yep. Still Me- wearing Santa hats. <laughs> they start singing, welcome back, we ate the rats. So then this girl's woman starts being like, oh, you are so beautiful. Oh my gosh, you are so beautiful. I'm like, coyotes are not, I wouldn't list them. Oh, beautiful wouldn't be the first term that I would use. Sometimes they're cool looking. This was the the, the Uber driver was saying that? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I just hope they're not like, we've gotten so many alerts from neighbors being like, our cat has gone missing and the coyotes are everywhere and people are worried about their cats being murdered by the the coyotes. And I was like, oh, I just hope they're not killing the neighbor's cats. And then that was like the last thing I said to the driver. And then we went home, uh, went up and and passed out. So that was my journey, man. She gave you a two-star rating as a writer. Yes, Yep, she was, uh, she, no, she was, the thing is, she seemed normal, except the words that were coming out of her mouth, everything else seemed great, she had a great sense of humor, she was talking about how she was flirting with some driver of hers, and embarrassed herself, and it was, like, very human, and then it went very mermaid, very alien, very dark, and it was just, you know, people were fascinating, and it was a nice, nice button to the end of the trip. (laughs) As nice a button as you can get. Look, people may be like, you're still in LA, blah, blah, I- People, unless you've experienced it, you do not know the true nightmare difference it is between landing in Burbank, especially if you live in Burbank or uh-huh. very close, and landing in freaking LAX. Especially it's... if you pay extra to land in Burbank. And like, because it is so worth it that you're like, and you spend all day going, at least we're landing in Burbank. At least yeah. we have that going. It's twenty minutes from home, one one carousel for the luggage, easy yeah. peasy. And then walking into LAX felt like God mocking us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that drive is anywhere from like an hour to an hour and a half, depending on when you're doing it. And it's it's a it's a significant difference. Plus the extra fucking hundred plus you probably spent on that Uber. Like, yep, exactly. It was horrible. Ugh. Um, but Oof, you know that. what? Things happen. It was wonderful. Everyone was in good spirits. You're here. You're not throwing up everywhere. You're not. I'm not. I'm healthy as a horse. Oof. Oof. Haven't gotten COVID. Haven't gotten flu. Haven't gotten RSVP. No stomach virus. Craziness. You're still, you're still COVID. Co-virgin. Co-virgin. Whoa. Yeah, I'm like a Neo in the Matrix. Or Matt Damon in Contagion. Look at you. Yes. Look at you. I have some kind of a 
genetic thing, but um, or you had it and you didn't know. Just to, <laughs> I think that's probably what it was. Yeah, I think I was probably <laughs> had it a couple times at the beginning. But anyway, yeah. what's up with you, man? How's your uh, how's your experience? Well, experiences are uh, experience. Okay. <laughs> yep, it's okay. I'm trying to think of anything that specific that was fun or happened, but it's been such a laid back break with the kids on. The kids are on break. Uh, I had a small little break from work. Um, are you still on that break, or are you back? Not back, back but the break was one of those breaks where it's like you're on break, but like you're Keep checking going, Slack. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, so not the most like exhaling version yeah. of a break, but it's it all right. Um, been playing a lot of Mario Party because Jackson got that from from Santa nice. for Christmas, and that game still is one of the best worst games ever created. You, I've never played anything where you can put so much like it's so based on like chance and manipulation by the AI associated with it <laughs> that it's just like it doesn't matter how skilled you are it doesn't matter how good you just are chaos it's just chaos and anything can happen and that's the way the programmers wanted it to be that anything and everyone it's just so funny watching people's worlds crumble second by second when we play that game do you remember playing that, that game? Yeah, is that the game that we played where it's like a board game? Kinda? Yes. And you okay? Yeah, that game never really hooked me. <laughs> no, it's, it's I ridiculous. Get it. You it's can be the like... best video game player on the world, win every single game, every part of it, but then the the AI just flips and it's like, oh, you got seventeen stars, and that's the point of the game. Congratulations! Now we're at the end of the game, person. Your opponent gets 18 bonus stars for wearing red. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Oh, great. <laughs> and if you get anybody that's even slightly competitive playing that game in any way, shape, or form, they just lose their goddamn mind. That's like, uh, we'll be playing Mario Kart uh, a lot now. We play that some over the, the trip, and Grace is not used to it, and so when she's in first, and then that blue shell comes along and gets Inevitably. Her, why is this happening? And I'm like, oh, this is game is made for you to lose if you're winning and made for yep. you to win if you're losing. That's yes. uh, Equalizer. And it's, then uh, I got uh, Mario Odyssey for, for Christmas. Oh, interesting. I wonder if you'll enjoy that. That, that one is a, uh, it is a hodgepodge clusterfuck of a billion ideas that come together <laughs> yeah. into one game. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad, but it has not scratched that uh, Zelda itch. Yet, it's not going to scratch won't... your Zelda itch at all. No. It might it's scratch like your for, Mario, Mitch. It's kind of like Zelda for like uh, little kids, which is fine. Yeah, it's, it's there's a really cool musical moment in the game that I've never really experienced before. Oh, really? If you can get to that point, um, dude, the blue shell. What is the blue shell in Mario Kart if it's nothing but a, like a like a metaphor for celebrity culture life? Oh, like, I thought you were gonna say. I think it's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> Probably both, but just like. You know, you get built up, you put people on a pedestal, and then you just want to see them fall, and you hit them with that blue shell, and you fucking rejoice. Oh, you having fun up there in first? Well, I'm back here in eight. <laughs> here comes my cool here comes. shell. It's not going to make a difference for me, but it'll make me feel good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a gamer bullet now. bullet that matters for eight. The bullet is um, the next level. Oh, yeah, bullet's great. Uh, you hit other people with it now. That's really fun. Yeah, what's the bullet? So, Winning the lottery, perhaps? Is that the metaphor? I don't yeah, know what that bullet. is. Yeah, the ascension. It's, you know, it's just hard work and dedication, bro. Ah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, what was the... So you did... All right, you did Mario Party, and then um, you did New Year's. How's the the kids do? Are they happy with their loot? Yeah, we had a. I I appreciated our Christmas this year because there's been many other years where I feel like they uh they get a there's a it's an overwhelming and anxiety inducing amount of just stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know you got family members sending stuff. Sometimes the parents go overboard a little bit, and it's just I sit there on Christmas. I'm like, this is establishing a level of reality that isn't necessarily true and i hope they're not taking it for granted i know they're taking it for granted i hate it i hate it i hate it there's wrapping everywhere ah but this year it wasn't like that i feel like the uh i feel like the the loot was an appropriate amount for people to be excited about their things and not forget about certain things that happened because nice. there's too many other little things um so yeah it was laid back it was just a laid back uh laid back christmas nice you know? 
which was um, a, which I liked. And then uh, yesterday I tore down. I was like, this will take me an hour. I tore down all the the decorations. It took me six hours. Really? Wow, that's a lot of decorations. That's Dude, a whole lot of decorations. It's a lot, and it's just putting it into storage and then rearranging storage uh-huh. and all that crap. Yada yada yada. Where's storage? We have very limited storage downstairs yeah. in the oh right right the garage area. Yeah. So <sighs> cubbies. So now it's over. Storage. Our blitz is over. I have this like horrible, like depending on the type of person you are or where you are in your life. Um, what I'm about to talk about is either kind of anxiety inducing and not the most fun, or it is, uh, you can, the way you handle it is full of joy and you're able to just be lost in the moment. And I haven't been able to be lost in the moment during the splits for a very long time, just because of where we are, our station in life, uh, financials that Heather's health and stuff like that, but uncertainty, general uncertainty, survival mode. Uh, starting August 30th, I think I may have probably already talked about this on the podcast, but starting on August 30th, it begins a fall blitz for our family that is a never-ending series of parties and holidays. We go Jackson's birthday, and then we go Hayden's birthday, and then we go Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Halloween, my birthday, Thanksgiving, Heather's birthday, Christmas, New Whoa. Year's, families, Whoa. my dad's birthday is in there too, so is my, my brother's birthday, and then... And then New Year's hits and you're like, we made it through the blitz. And then the tax emails start coming. It's I know. Like, the gosh. I'm I, I mean, thankfully it's easier than it has been in the past for bad reasons, but it's uh I hate taxes so much. And the, that is like the thing that happens right after New Year's where I'm like, it's coming. Then you go, I'm gonna do it early this year, and then you you file an extension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four months later. So and it comes back. Yeah, it's uh terrible, terrible. The, you know that I had no idea it was that many parties and uh, holidays. Dude, and that... you, you're sprinkling in there like, like the the kids are at the age where their friends have birthdays and parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a number of those too, and it's just like, I want to enjoy these things. When does it end? But I can't be. I don't enjoy it because I'm the one that's looking at the bank account and it's draining. Yeah, yeah. yeah it drains it. It's just, it's, I it, I wish I had a healthier relationship with, I wish I had a healthier relationship with, like, the financial God. side of life and oh. God, and God giving me money. Um, I get the stress from my dad, like, I watched my dad stress out over money growing up, and I think that was passed on to me. Yeah. And, but I think that, you know, of course, there's a healthier way to do it, and there's two ways to do that. Better financial planning, uh, using no more frequently and then yep. there's all and we're not even like a spend thrift family we're not you know we're not indulging and in making a lot of purchases it's just oh no um but then the other healthy version is just like and i wish i had this but right now i don't is it'll, it'll, it'll all work out it's fine fuck it <laughs> like i don't have that i have that and i have to say it's probably there's probably a happy medium between the two scenarios because my parents hid from me whether they were financially struggling all throughout childhood to the point that I just never assumed that they were. I would hear kind of hints of it, but they were very good about keeping that stress away. And as a result, now I walk around going, eh, ah, all right, right. well, what's <laughs> no, the big deal? Ah, oof, uh, that sounds like a future problem. And then I just kick it down to the future. And uh, man, it's crazy. I keep meeting up but the future that I kick stuff down to, and it's... And it's I the worst. I get it. And then you hate yourself in that moment, and then you're, like, battling past Elliot, and then that doesn't help your anxiety yeah. and your depression. <laughs> yeah, because then past Elliot, I'm like, oh, hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed what you did. You're an irresponsible piece of crap. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, what What's your New Year's resolutions, man? Let's talk... Uh, let's get down to brass tacks, because Ooh. I... I uh, if you have any, I went ham uh, this oh. year. I went... I'll big. let you go. You go ham. I'd like to hear your ham versions, and I'll tell you my uh, my versions that were very casual but became very real. Oh, uh, after a doctor's appointment. Oh, okay. I'm curious what this is going to be because mine is um, this is a big one. 
guys, this is going to be, if you're listening, this is a buckle up. This is a one year no drinking. Oh, good. What was the impetus? The impetus was I did the math on how much I I drank last year. And if you spread them out over two years, I could probably take 2024 off as well. Uh, I was like, I did enough between the uh, marriage and everything and the travel. I was like, and then I was watching these like psychologists that I like watching. Life like that also led. Yep, a lot of like just being like, this is. I was reading up on it, and I was like, "Eh, I wonder what it would be like if I could say a year from now I just didn't drink, and how much time that would free up, how much money that would save. And so that's kind of the goal. But a year, thinking about in terms of a year, is stressful because my mind automatically goes to like we go to a bar or hanging out or or like doing something like that, and it's like wanting to have a beer uh and then i go like well i really don't need to do that it's just you your brain gets trained to think that that's the way you need to do things and so i just try to break it down uh into smaller increments so say it's dry january and then i'll try to dry dry february if i can make it six months and then i'll be like nah, maybe i'll have some but i hope i can go the whole year just to say i did i think it'd be fun i think you'll make it i think it'd be cool why not it'll be nice why not? I mean, it's a, it's just literally going, eh, I'm not doing it for you. And that makes it a little bit more like uh, easier than going, I'm just not doing it. It just seems like all the research too, it's like this stuff is really unhealthy for you in any quantity, despite the lies that we were brought up with that you can have a little bit here or a little bit there. Oh, no, it's actually bad. It can be good for you. It just uh, increases. It's like 57% more likelihood of dementia if you are a moderate to heavy drinker. And I was like, I don't want to have dementia. That's like the saddest mm-hmm. thing. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's my New Year's resolution. So fingers crossed. Oh. oh, crap. This is whiskey. Shit. Oh, no. You fell into it. We, uh, uh, mine is very similar because... I had so, a feeling if you were saying doctor stuff. Well, the... Uh, you know you know how I, I will handle it. I'll, I'll go like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it yeah. for a while. I'll go like, I'm not going to drink for like three months, four months or something like that, and then I'll stop. Uh, I was yeah. definitely not doing that during the holidays. Um, and a little bit before that was enjoying my, my beer. Um probably more than usual and i think that's another number of factors leading to that and i was also i'm not much of a like a red meat eater like i, I eat a lot of chicken and i eat a lot of yeah uh like turkey when we make tacos and stuff like that but every once in a while we well i'll make like a beef stew or something but i was going ham for whatever reason for the last two months like a lot of red meat kind of like filtered into my ham life on beef you're going ham on beef ham on beef on pork but uh, I had like a bub just as so like eating differently and my diet changed. And I'm on a testosterone st- supplement that I started a year ago because my testosterone levels were very low because I'm beta as fuck. Wait, and... you can get testosterone supplements? Yes. Write this down. Yes, sir. Um, From your my doctor? Levels, my levels were literally zero, so I needed to, to bump them up. So all of those factors together led to something where I was like, uh, I've been playing a little bit of basketball a couple times a week, and I finish on a Tuesday night, and I go home, and then I wake up the next day, and my foot's like hurting, like my pinky toe. Like, oh no, did I sprain it? Nothing happened yesterday. That sucks. Now that'll go away. Next day doesn't go away. It gets a little worse. It's kind of like I'm limping. It's hard. So I'm like, fuck, I broke my foot, I, or I, I sprained it really bad. And I, I go through the holidays. I'll give it another week and a half. Fuck, I guess I'll go to urgent care. Go to urgent care. I sit down in this like young, uh, I, I guess not quite a doctor. Maybe he was, a, he was a doctor, but like young, I think like just starting out. He's like, so what's up, dude? And I was like, yeah, well, uh, I think I might've broke my foot. Um, and he goes, oh, what, what happened? Where is it? And I point to this, the spot right next to my pinky toe, that little ball right next to your pinky toe. I go right here. I just, it hurts. I, I feel like I, sp- I sprained it or broke it. I don't know what happens. And he goes, huh, been eating a lot of red meat. I go, yeah been drinking a lot yeah probably been drinking too much and he goes hmm and you said so you said you're on testosterone right he's like yeah he's like okay it's probably gout i was like what excuse oh. me oh like, excuse oh. me what he's like you gout. got the you got a little holiday gout and i was like excuse <laughs> me what he's like gout i'm like well let's he's like we're gonna x-ray it anyways but let's see we x-ray it and then like two seconds after the x-ray he comes in he's like yeah it's gout look and then he shows me these two crystallized uh just like circles that are existing on on the ball of my foot. So, uh, what day of Christmas is that in the song? On the fourth day of Christmas, 
Uh, your daddy gets the gout. Gets the gout. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, so that was a uh, before that, like three days before that, I got I already did my okay. I'm done. I I kind of had my like this is my last night of drinking. This was even before Christmas. Yeah, like I'm good for now. I'm just gonna give it a break. So then that just re uh, solidified that choice where it's just like, well, if this is gonna do that to my body, because they're just like, if you just quit the alcohol, that'll probably do it. I was like, great. I'm already doing that. And it's just like you said, it's poison. And as much as I enjoy a good beer, if I do do it in the future, it's got to be in moderation. But I am totally yeah. down with just not doing it for a while because it's nice. It, dude, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> oh, and waking up in the mornings and not feeling like that's the other thing, too. All the memes that are like, when I was in my 20s, I could party. And then in my 30s, I have like one beer and I have a hangover. That is, in my experience, is a very true. Uh, thing like it does it takes less and less for me to wake up the next day and go like I just don't feel good I don't like this and then since because the, I stopped before uh, the new year and like really really at least cut back and I was like waking up and going like oh this is nice you get to are we growing up is that what it is Jeff yeah, I don't know up? about I don't know about that maybe suffer like realizing there's consequences suffered for choices <laughs> uh, there so here. So he tells me that I got this, right? I'm like, fuck. Like, sometimes when you get told that you have something or you're experiencing something, at least for me, because I'm used to being in pretty good health, right? It just makes you feel, it makes me feel like automatically like dirty. Yeah, or, what a piece of, cr- what What have I Or broken, right? And like you, I've heard that word before, it, mostly because I think of an Adam Sandler comedy song back in the day where he's like, she's got gout. to gout or something like that. <laughs> So I associate it with something that is kind of funny, but I didn't really educate myself. So now I know what it is. And do you know what it is? No, I don't. Gout is an inflammation and crystallization of the joints brought on by uric acid that is like uh, when your body has too much of it from eating like very rich things like red meats or drinking alcohol or stuff like that. Plus, you know, there's probably genetic factors in there or whatever. But what it is, it's like essentially kidney stones in your joints and your bones yeah so kidney kidney stone bones yeah and i got like the mildest mildest case of it from going overboard the last month and i don't ever i don't want none of that to get worse so i'm like i can i can make some life choices this is okay well joe do you know what does help with uh gout god god and the next best thing one of god's um most powerful soldiers is me undies. Wow. Uh, how are you guys going to change your life in 2023? We are talking about it ourselves. Clearly, we're making changes, even if it's a little stressful sounding, but it is a new year, and for a lot of people, that means big plans, intense resolutions, and tons of pressure to suddenly be a brand new person. But me undies, guess what? We, they already know you're perfect just the way you are, you cutie. So cancel those New Year's plans and make a date with your couch because the only thing that could possibly be upgraded in your life is your undie drawer. Start your new year off with MeUndies and get 20% off your first purchase, plus get free standard shipping and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com valley. You guys know MeUndies. We talk about them all the time. They just sent me a new pair. They're my absolutely favorite uh, people in the world. I'm wearing them right now. Joe is probably wearing them right now. It's all I wear. It's all I ever wear. I have the same I ones am. I've had since the first time I got them. I don't, will never throw them away unless they get stained or holes ripped in them, which in fairness happens because I like to snack while mostly naked. So refresh your undies and your outlook on life with the me undies free to join membership each month you'll choose a new pair of undies socks or a bralette yes that's for you joe that gets shipped right to your door plus you'll save up to 30 percent on all their snuggly soft stuff that feels better than a hug from your best friend that's you joe it's like the best gift you could ever give yourself every month available in sizes xs through 4xl give your butt the best year of its life with me undies the hype is real everybody we're not lying to you if you're not impressed with me undies your first pair is on the house that is a promise so to get 20 percent off your first order and you and u.s free shipping go to meundies.com valley that's meundies.com valley go to meundies.com valley to get 20 percent off your first order and u.s free shipping go ahead do it it's very fun well joe back to your gout what's that about that's all uh, i think we, we covered it Covered it. Took a couple pills. Is it better? Are you better? Yeah, it's you're... getting there. Yeah. It, uh, the other part of it was like, because <laughs> I even thought of it. 
weeks prior, I was like, woke up one day and I just thought to myself, I'm not drinking water. I'm just like never drinking water. I drink a lot of coffee, but I don't know if I'm drinking water. And then the other thing the guy said was like, you drink a lot of water? I'm like, nope. <laughs> He's no, like, no. you should probably do that. So I've just been like sucking down. Algae, Any other questions, algae. Doc? <laughs> like it was so like immediate of like, yeah, you your life choices have brought you to this moment and there's really nothing more to say. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Great. When the doctors have that glimmer in their eye when they know what it is and they just ask, but yeah, you know what it is. You don't got to No, I'm not drinking water. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a lot. Yeah. All right. I'm not, but it's not water. It was just such oh, simple, man. like simple things where I'm like, okay, these are, these are choices that I want to make anyways. These now are giving me like real yes. life reasons to do it more so than I already had. And then yeah. I want to break out of routine anyways. And the other the other thing that you do to help get rid of it is exercise, which is something that, yep. you know, I strive to do. And unfortunately, at this age, as many people know, you'll be like, well, I'm tired today. What's the thing that goes? Yep. Well, I guess the gym. Especially if you, yeah, and then you drink the ne- next night and you have your beers and then you wake up and it's a vicious cycle. Yep. Uh, it's uh, good to make healthy changes. And if you're listening and you want to make healthy changes, do it. I don't care. Like, whatever. Um <laughs> but also don't whatever like it doesn't like just live your truth dude brought to you by i'm but, not your father yeah i'm not <laughs> welcome to i'm not your father i deal with it and do your thing have you been drinking water i'm not your doctor i uh, don't care um anyway. what about what about uh outside of because i was going to ask everybody that on this podcast but what about outside of of just drinking in general health what do you want 2023 to bring you i guess uh goal wise professionally school wise whatever have you thought yeah. about that Grace and I were talking about this is a great question. Grace and I were talking about the general um resolution of just trying more things. I think Grace and I are gonna restart our podcast. And then I would like to just generally make more content again. But I don't know what that we've talked about this. I don't know what that will or should look like, but it just gets to the point where it's like, you know, I got ideas and opinions on things and I get my little anonymous accounts that I will go argue with flat earthers with on Reddit. And uh, I go, I can actually have some something to say, but I'm not sure the medium. I've thought about Twitch. That's the one where you stream, right? That's the one where you stream and you talk. As opposed to Switch, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, or just doing YouTube, or just making content again, but doing so in a way that's, like, for, very for me and not trying to, like, make it what other people are doing. I don't know what that looks like. So it's basically trying. It's basically just going like, I want to be more of a... We, we went to a party with... Uh, it was before the holidays, and um, Keith from Try Guys came up to me and Grace and was like, Lovely hey, what human being. Love him. Sweetheart. Absolute sweetheart. And he comes up and he's like, what are you guys doing besides hiding your entire personal lives from the internet? <laughs> and I was like, hey... <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, somebody noticed that we don't post anything ever uh, about anything. And so even like doing a New Year's post, like everyone's doing this like New Year's dumps. And I was like, this is, I don't know. Okay. And it's like, it just feels like sand or uh, nails against the chalkboard a little bit. So, or sand through the hourglass. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, okay. So maybe like we could be, I could be, both of us could be more um, proactive in just entertaining and in how we want to entertain. And I think that that's exciting. I just don't know what that's going to look like. What about you? So there's a, there's an entertaining, there's still a, there's still a desire to entertain in some way. Yeah. You just, you're not sure how yeah. that you want to focus that energy. Yeah. I want to entertain and also use what I've learned in a way that's not taking itself so seriously i'm so fascinated by a lot of these like self-help um people who are just so uh what's the word i'm looking for like sacker and and like every like you just gotta manifest and you gotta like, like everything is a sign and... that you would pick up at Ho- hobby lobby but it's like the human uh, yeah form. exactly it's like they're not they're not saying anything um that everybody doesn't already know but they get then they're like buy this course for fifteen hundred dollars, and then you can be like me. Oh, so and you got the I, the Andrew Tate thing too? I mean, should we just talk about that? We you should went to school. Talk about that. <laughs> oh you yeah, went... the I got his program. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alpha Lion, whatever um, the fuck it is. 
So you more God. of a commentary, more of just like you'd be good at it. You just gotta. Like I like you funny. Said. I like writing funny monologue type things. It's not. It's not like it's not in my wheelhouse. It's just a matter of what medium to make it work and if people like it. But I want to give it like six months and see if I can get traction going. And if I can't, then I'll figure something else out. But that would be the the overall goal. You um, want it to? Is it a little bit more of a uh, started as a hobby because yeah, the fact that it's been a job has also been kind yeah. of like a. Well, and it would have to be a hobby just because I doubt it would be sustainable for quite a while. But if it got to be the point where it could be sustainable, then I would just do that because I enjoy writing. I like writing stuff. And then besides yeah. that, just school stuff and getting, um, I'm doing like this next, a couple of semesters from now is like the dissertation pitch, which will be a lot. And then uh, I'm trying to get a paper published. So I've submitted that and I'll find out something at the end of this. Wow. Month. So that would be cool. Uh, besides that, it's just reading and doing whatever, and that's my that's just kind of what I do. So it's fun, and then playing Zelda. So that's if the paper is published, where does it go? Uh, it goes on a specific publication. That's a, like a peer reviewed thing, and then it goes to well, it goes to my quote unquote peers, who then go and do like revisions on it, and then it gets published at some point when they decide, I guess, that it's good. So it would be like a long, arduous process if they even let it get published because it's not like I have a PhD or anything and I guess I do have the master so maybe that will help but uh, they got back to me and they were like we're gonna they have a board of editors that meets at the end of January to discuss that's really cool so we'll see yeah it's like a good thing I like it's like a backup um, like in academia if you can get published before you graduate then it helps a lot with if you want to go teach somewhere if you want to get published like in a book oh, deal or something so, so that's also like interesting do you is teaching something that you think might be something you want to do yeah i would enjoy it very much but there's not many disciplines that do depth psychology which is a very niche thing but um yeah it sounds really fun uh to do teaching teaching with writing and still doing other stuff collegiate yeah. probably I would oh, imagine. yeah yeah, yeah graduate be, something like that that'd be really cool yeah that's uh, the exciting part it's fun to have the depth psychology is like another little world, but then it's like I've gone so far into that that I kind of want to step back out and do like, do I, what kind of comedy do I want to do? Do I want to do stand up again? And it's like I kind of do, but I kind of don't. And so it, we'll see. We'll see how it yeah, unfolds. That's why I think like the you could just do take a little bit of your philosophy life life uh, outlook, mix it with the, your typically fart sarcastic jokes. Uh, fart jokes, yep. and yeah, dude, Twitch slash. Back your 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 Elliot Morgan's happy hour thing, one hundred percent could. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, I want to basically be the new Andrew, the new Andrew Tate. Like, Somebody's uh, got to fill the the role, you know. Somebody yeah. has got to fill the role. I, Somebody's got to fill those condoms, dude. It's so dude, funny. Elliot and I were texting one one day, and uh, I just like I'm pretty sure I, out of the blue I texted Elliot. I was like, I just don't fucking understand why so many people like Tate. Then it's like we we go back and forth on it for like ten minutes, and uh, we, we have our, our our theories on it, which are none of them are groundbreaking. And then the next fucking day, the next day, well, just that escalated. Man, like how beautiful! <laughs> how that was beautiful. That was like uh, I it was. One of those news stories that happens where it just feels like a gift, where it's like, this is insane. You couldn't write this. Uh, and of course, if you're not familiar, we're talking about Andrew Tate's exchange with Greta Thunberg and him trying to troll her, her clapping back, him trying to clap back. And then supposedly, allegedly, the pizza boxes made the authorities aware that Andrew Tate was in Romania where he was potentially wanted, unbeknownst to other people, for sex trafficking um, of multiple people and all, and running a crime Forcing him ring, to do OnlyFans. Forcing them to do OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. And then the video came out where he's being very aggressive with a, a lady. And uh, all, all, all bad. And then he gets arrested and his house gets raided and they release footage of his house getting raided. And it just felt like, I don't know, it felt like Mad Libs, like, ha like came to life for a second. It and it was be the, beautiful. It felt like the opposite of what the last six years have felt like. <laughs> like, around every corner, the world was just like, you know what? Nah, you, screw you guys. We're going this direction. And this one yep. time, this one time, it was like, here you go. I got a little thing for you. It was like, this is amazing. 
hey, it's Christmas. Here's a little uh, here's a little Andrew Tate getting arrested uh, for, uh, in front of you. And, it felt uh, so good. You got to admit, though, I mean, he's a badass. <clears throat> so, I mean, dude, anyway, he's no. so alpha. Like, yeah. Ugh. I can't. I can't, there's, okay, so there's the thing, you know, the whole idea of, oh, it's projection, everything, everyone's, if you don't like something and somebody, it's something that's inside of yourself that you're projecting Ooh. outward, and it's all very fun, and it's, you know, you, you, you only don't like that, which you don't like within yourself, and yada, yada, yada. Sometimes I think people just suck, uh, and that's okay to admit that, but listening to Andrew Tate talk is, I think, impossible for me. I don't know what it is, but when I start listening, I'm like, it is so infuriating and so um, dorky that I can't get. Yeah. I can't figure out what it is. Like it's this mixture of like, do you not see how like much of a goober uh, that you are? And people don't. And they're like, he says a lot of good things. Actually, if you dive into it, he says like you should. He says you should like shoot for the stars and you should like try to be your best version of yourself. I'm like, okay, cool. But also, men own women, and they should be also, put in their yeah. place. <laughs> and then, a men want or a women want to be sexually assaulted, and, uh, they, and it's like, good God, uh, yeah, that guy is. You know what? Here's the good news. I doubt if there's a Venn diagram of people who listen to this podcast and listen to Andrew <laughs> Tate, I'd love for them to come forward because I have questions. <laughs> there, there's, there might be one, maybe I don't know. Maybe they see the alpha in us. You know. Well, maybe, yeah, all right. Maybe, maybe they they feel the alpha that we're radiating as we have gout and. Uh... God, it's such a lame fucking word for something. <laughs> it, it sounds you know like actually a... called is gouty arthritis. Oh, <laughs> gouty uh, is a. I'm glad they went gout. Yeah, little little gouty is my rapper name. What are your uh, professional um uh, uh or. Other kind of aspirational New Year's things, Joe. I, I you know, I, I wish I had some for you, but it's more than like I want to. I I want five seconds to be able to self reflect and get to that point. Yeah, you want you want a, a weekend. It's just been getaway and a cabin. Yeah, it's just been a lot, um, a lot the last six months alone, if not the last year. I was actually thinking about it today. I mean, it feels like we shut the office down a year ago. Did it we was not? not no. <laughs> Two it's years? Like, it's September. It's like... September of 2021? No. Oh, is this year? Nah. Wasn't it? 2022? No. We September? No. I swear no to way. God. No way. It would have been 2021. Was it? No, no, we well, were not in the office in the summer. Welcome to that's the, how my years went. <laughs> that's uh oh, Joe's got gout brain. <laughs> I uh, swear to God, it was this year. Okay, good. Then it was longer before. That would be if that would you. I would end this. I would walk out. I would go walk down the street if it was September. That would be maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but no, we. It's been a while. Here is an aspiration. No, it has goal. been a year. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we we should go. Uh, Hell or high water next weekend. Um, regardless of what he says, we should go to Steve's place. We're gonna do a gift exchange. Yes, for the New Year. In person, we're gonna do an in-person podcast, and we're going to um, talk to Steve. And we're going to first, we're gonna sit him down and have an intervention because of all of the drug use, and we're gonna try to see if he can like get clean or whatever. Like it's a lot of math. Take the, like take the needles out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's sad, but we love them. And uh, then we'll do a podcast, and then we'll be like, heck yeah, we're back in the group. Yeah. It may we not be at one Steve's. In yeah. It's been forever. It's been forever. Oh, it may not be at Steve's? It'll be at, I think, Kevin's, because the, the equipment got moved or whatever. But... Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> it's so much closer to you. That is so much closer. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, well, then, great. No excuse then. Yeah, I, I didn't really want to go all the way up there. Anyway. <laughs> so now I don't have to come up with an excuse not to. There you Cancel go. Cancel that's it. Uh, um, but, yeah, so, no, but you, your goal is to have some alone time to reflect, to kind of I mean, gather I, yourself. Yeah, I just, it's, it's uh, you, you wish life would slow down a little bit. I don't know if it's going to. Um, like have you I, had any I, dreams lately, Joe? Uh, I have been dreaming, but... You know when you, I could explain to you what those dreams were five minutes after waking up, but I didn't do it, so then I, I didn't stick in my head. 
So, isn't, that fa- isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, dude. Just uh, trying to figure myself out while at this new job and figuring out my role at that that new job and trying to find a groove in it. I feel like I've made I've made some nifty ideas there. I've made some fun videos. I've got to uh, I've got to employ former SourceFed editors, which has been cool. Like Kevin's edited nice. there, Kate's edited there, Drew, Owen, and that feels really good. Um, st- admittedly, though, still trying to find out like what what my day to day like existence is there. Uh, yep. Other other than you know just wake up and work, but like wake up and try to do like good work and man, and solidify a role that I believe in and you know yep. It's, I, uh, I, I one of the we were saying before we hit record that Grace and I've been watching um the Taskmaster, and uh, the only part that bums me out is I watch it and I I I'm like, this is the moments of brilliance i think that would happen occasionally in valley folk or source fed are reminiscent of some of the moments that happen on that show as well as the general structure of the show which i feel like you excel at so much and that dynamic of the host and the sidekick and the people and all that stuff is so your wheelhouse that i would like to see you do the taskmaster u.s version as long as i'm allowed to be on one season be very fun it'd be very fun it would have to be uh you know i've I've thought about that before and i flirted with alex horn online once and uh i know and they've made a, a u.s version and i haven't watched it but i heard it's not great and i honestly believe the reason would be i i, I just there's this there's this synergy and magic that greg davies and alex horn have together Mm-hmm. That I I still think that they need would do an American version, but they still have to be in those chairs. Now, yeah, if yeah. I could if I could be like helping make games or even be a contestant on it, that'd be great. But they're just so damn good. Greg Davies is he one of the funniest guys around? Without like I trying, mean, it's hard for him not to make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much everything he says uh, makes me laugh, and uh, it's uh, it's that British humor that just I prefer to the loud and like chaotic American humor. Now, we would, subtle... we, would, we would get loud and chaotic at SourceFed or on the Valley Folk, but what I think you were keying in on is that there is a sense of, like, it doesn't matter yeah, with yeah. that show. Yeah. That, like, everybody on it's like, it doesn't, like, we're just here, we're having fun, and I think that's how we kind of treated those two endeavors. Yep. Um, and I think that brings a certain, just, like, amount of calm and ease and accessibility yep. To, to watching it I enjoy it that's so, very good that's a very good commentary yeah 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 we'll do our Taskmaster podcast in the new year that could be fun we'll that's not a bad idea episode. <laughs> yeah it's called it's called Taskcaster oh I wonder if he already has that <laughs> I know they have the board game which I'm imagining the board game is not very fun because you, it requires people to be very funny but I'm curious what the board game I, I think uh, like. I, I've, I've seen some tweets I think Taskmaster the contingency of that show might be pretty quick with a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they had like the official one. They sell it on the show. No, no, but I've heard other things where they're. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah which is sense. fine. Which is fine. Anyways, that's good for them. Let's All get right. out of here. Joe, go enjoy your uh, day. You're doing work now today. Uh, no, this is my last day before doing work. Oh, nice. Which means I'll well, still probably enjoyed. do a little work today, but sure. Uh, um, I'm gonna go write a paper and. Uh, um, that's it. Hell yeah. I get hammered. Gonna go have some drinks. As you should. All right. Thank you. This you 2022. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you so much. And we'll talk to you later.